Is your favorite NFL team down bad enough to call up Andrew Luck? we got all that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, football fans, and welcome into another episode of Locked On NFL, your daily podcast covering everything you need to know for the biggest stories around the National Football League every single Monday through Friday. Appreciate you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget you can subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And it is Tuesday, which means you get Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter, myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, your weekly number nerds but today probably not a lot of numbers for us today luke because we're looking at some storylines and today's episode of lots of nfl brought to you by friends over at better help better help connects you with licensed therapists who can help you take your journey to self-discovery from wherever you are visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10 percent off of your first month and we're going to be taking a look at our yike and like, as always. We're also going to take a look at Kadarius Tony, who may or may not be representative of one of the most popular sports cliches. We'll take a look at that. But first, we want to start off with Andrew Luck. Yes, it's 2023, and Andrew Luck is back in the news and because a team was down bad enough to call him, apparently. Allegedly, right? Allegedly. We don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so the the whispers out there are that the Washington Commanders might have reached out to Andrew Luck in an attempt to try to get him to come out of retirement and be their next starting quarterback. Now this of course was met with Jim Irsay of the Locked on, of the Locked on Colts of the Indianapolis Colts. Check out Locked on Colts. Jake Arthur, Zach, Zach Hicks, do a great job. Uh of the Indianapolis Colts saying that would be tampering, you know, coming out hey, that would be a tampering right. thing. But I mean, what's we your feel on to, this? Yes, real quick, please. We should credit John Kime at ESPN. Uh, yes. Is the scooper there. Yeah. And so we look at the idea that Washington might have done this, but everything that Washington has said so far this offseason is Sam Howell's the guy. Sam Howell's the guy. So clearly, and I think you and I have been on the same page, like they're lying. <laughs> they're wrong. <laughs> they, you really think someone would do that? Uh, <laughs> They're clearly there are a few teams that are like definitely lying uh, about about think, wanting their quarterback. Yeah. Oh, we're super. Yeah. It's Kyle Trask this year, baby. Like, no, it is. That's OK. <laughs> sure. Uh, there's a whole bunch of it's a deep quarterback class in 2024. Right. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the, the college season will really determine exactly how good we think all these guys are. But there sure are a lot of guys we could possibly think are good. Um, so so they're lining up to take one in 2024. I think that's obvious. And I think if they did call Andrew Luck, Jim Ursay is right. <laughs> that's against yes. the rules. You're not allowed to do that. Yep. Uh, so that's hilarious, but I don't know. Throw it on the scandal pile. It's the commanders. Um, <laughs> so get, get in line. Yeah. Can't rule that out at this point, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, goodness. At this point, you, want, you got a problem with them. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to wait for like a couple of different branches of the federal government to get done with their thing. And yeah, uh, <laughs> But, man, if they really did, if that's a true report uh, yeah. and it's not just some weird smoke thing, then that's down bad. <laughs> that's not They're a lot down of belief bad. in They're down Sam bad. Howell. 
But but the good thing about that, the thing that I would give them credit for is not settling for Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett and saying, you know what? One stone unturned is too many stones unturned. Yeah. Let's try our luck. No pun intended. Right. Like let's let's roll in and see if we can get all right, pun intended. I'm sorry. It's Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> um, but You're like, lying. you know, what I mean, at least at least they're not like, no, seriously, we think Sam Howell's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It wouldn't be the first time that somebody was just like super convicted about a player. And if they're wrong, they're wrong. But like, you know, this sometimes teams go out and they're like, no, this is our guy. We're we're sticking 100%. by him. This is what we're doing. Okay, sure. But yeah, it's like that's a that's down bad. Like Andrew bad. Luck has not played in four years. That's right. Down bad. So who else is down that bad? Wait, wait, wait. I have a quick I have a quick question. Okay. Is is if if you're Sam Howell in this situation, <laughs> oh, no. is this just the worst? <laughs> like what like, do you think Sam like Howell has been told. Yeah, like like if 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 you're Sam Howell. And I'm unfortunately the Washington Commanders. And I said to you, hey, Sam, you're our guy. And then I turned around and I called Andrew Luck of age 33, who hasn't played football in four years and completely just retired out of nowhere unexpectedly on the last franchise that he was on. Like, what does that say to you, Sam Howell? Yeah. Like, not great. I wonder. I mean, that stings for sure. I wonder if... Like, what has Ron Rivera told Sam Howell? Have they been like, right. yeah, Sam Howell's their guy. Sam, And then you go to Sam Howell and you're like, yeah, but you do have to beat Jacoby Brissett. Like, you do understand that, right? Right. Like, like you can. That does have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll split first team reps with you. Good luck. Like, that feels like it has. Or are, or is he just there? They're just going to anoint him and Jacoby Brissett's the backup. I don't think which, any. I don't think any organization, any football organization is dumb enough to just anoint. That situation a winner without seeing the competition. You know what I mean? Like actions speak louder than words here. They picked him at 144. 144. If he was a guy that you was like, oh, one year and he's our starter definitely. I got you gotta go higher than 144 for that for yeah. me. Yeah. Just just calling Andrew Luck can cost you a first round pick <laughs> for tampering. So I mean goodness, it, it right? might. You know what I mean? Like, geez, like if they're willing to do that over the guy they drafted at 144. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> oh that makes sense. That you know? just throw it on the pile for the commanders. But yeah. so who else? Who else should okay. make this call, assuming they can get away with it under the or or maybe should call the Colts and, and ask, hey. Do we have your permission to do that? Yeah, that would can, be the above, board, above board way to go about this. Yeah. Uh, we we already kind of mentioned just, the Bucks, Right. right. I was going to say, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this one because we already know it, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, are an obvious choice, yeah. right? Like they're the chalk pick here. But, but before the show, we had a couple spicy ones. We did. And I think the people we should do. know about them. So here's my spicy one. Arizona Cardinals. If I'm the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals... I might, I might ask, I might ask for a little bit of permission. I might be like, "Can I call him sometime?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. It's yeah. uh, like I'm walking up to you and I'm saying, "Hey, let me get your number." I'm not going to call you tonight, but I might call you in about a month. Like that. That's the Colts kind of owe the Cardinals a favor because Arizona did the Colts a solid by Big trading time. down with the Texans and saying no to other teams that yeah. were going to come up and take Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Uh, so we gave you your yeah. quarterback. You give us permission to talk to our quarterback. 
Yeah. I, and if you're I, the Colts, you're going, yeah, what do you want to trade me for Andrew Luck? You got it. Buddy. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, like that is, I remember thinking, you know, just looking at the, the, the Saint situation with Sean Payton and thinking, God, they got a first round pick for a guy that was never going to coach for them ever again. That was never going to be back yeah. in the building. But this is four years later <laughs> for a quarterback on top. For a quarterback of. So that's my spicy one. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, my spicy one is the Arizona Cardinals. Because, look, Kyler Murray is no longer the regime's guy. He is a quarterback of a size that has never panned right. out in the NFL outside of very, very few exceptions. From the Arizona Cardinals, I'm just like, let me let me just get his number and your permission <laughs> in perpetuity. You know what I mean? Do like I that's the way I'm doing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, God, I, if I were a Cardinals fan, I would be furious to find out that, like, of all the things that are broken in Arizona, I feel like Kyler Murray is. I mean, may, I don't know, maybe they're, they're Kyler Murray might be the least. Of the, but I mean, it's a really broken org. Uh, I'm gonna stay in the NFC West. Yep, and. I, I thought about this and I was like, okay, what team, like, what does Andrew Luck provide? He's like a bridge, right? Right now. Yeah. Like you, you yeah, can't expect any, maybe he's competition for a rookie or something like that, which is, it's mm. kind of like maybe the Colts could have like, mm, I was about to say, maybe, <laughs> I mean, they we already own about how Anthony Richardson needs a bit. Like if he needs yeah. a year to develop, you know, do you get a year out of Andrew Luck, a, a better swan song, uh, that, you know, maybe end on a less bitter note than it ended before kind of right or wrong. Maybe, um, okay. But no, I, I thought about other teams that are like murky quarterback situation, good roster where, you know, you're not asking him. You're not going to ask the world of Andrew Luck. Uh, and I thought about the 49ers and that roster is insane, but their insane, quarterback yeah. situation is so weird. I, I, if you ask me, I think they're just rolling with Trey Lance and, and they've just been kind of putting out a whole bunch of obfuscation about that. But mm -hmm. If the trade rumors, we want to get rid of Lance. If that's the case, they're not rolling with Sam Darnold. Brock Purdy's elbow Can't. is broken. He's maybe maybe not even playing this year. Feels like if you need a point one. guard, dish it out to Debo and McCaffrey and Kittle. Like Andrew Luck would literally never have to throw more than ten yards downfield in that offense. Yeah, just just training wheels, hundred percent. Boop 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 they boop. Don't and even want him. Everybody to. else does the thing. Everybody else does the thing. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. And somebody that can make something happen Stanford, there a little bit too, depending football, on what Stanford. he's still got. Yeah, there you go. I'm just saying. I'm saying close to home. Close to I home. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I love the Colts idea, though. That's probably that might be my favorite one. Could you imagine? And that's not even illegal. They actually can call him. <laughs> Although I, I think if you listen to the Zach Kiefer athletic podcast, that probably oh, yeah. won't happen. <laughs> that shit is. That is <laughs> yeah, they they've all agreed. All right, so. we respect your like the, and it's out of respect. Like the Colts respect that Andrew Luck wanted right. to be gone, and it's like we're not going to badger you about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, from a completely unprecedented situation to a player that I absolutely love in Kadarius Tony. That's where we're headed next. Kadarius Tony might be the best example of one of sports' most overused cliches. Got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On NFL. And today's episode of Locked On NFL brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp Therapy Online. Like, there's a lot of points of, there's a lot of sort of barriers to entry when it comes to therapy. There's the mental leap. There's 
uh, you know, the, the stigma around it, things like that. But there's also some of the physical limitations too. Like what if you live in a place where you have to deal with a ton of traffic and you can't just pop over on a lunch break or something like that, or maybe you're in a remote area and it's harder to get to, uh, you know, a, a, a licensed therapist, things like that. That's why BetterHelp uh, is here. BetterHelp brings you the help that you're looking for and the help that you want to get uh, from wherever you are at home on that lunch break. You can do it via video call, phone call. You can even do it through uh, text if you don't want to show your face or talk or anything like that. And it's free to change therapists after you get matched too. So you can always just kind of say, ah, this one doesn't fit. Things like that. Talk about another barrier for entry. Finding the right therapist is a whole other thing. BetterHelp makes that easy. So if you want to find out more about them today, you can find your balance over at BetterHelp Therapy online. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on to learn more today. All right, everybody, rolling right along with this episode of Locked on NFL. Make sure you're coming back tomorrow. Tony and James are going to get you all taken care of with the biggest stories around the NFL. Luke and I are here, though, to discuss Kadarius Tony. now. Kadarius Tony was one of my favorite Senior Bowl guys that I got to cover my first year at the Senior Bowl. He was like one of my favorite college players because of how explosive he was. Showed up with the New York Giants, quickly kind of started to build that tag of toxicity. He was a guy that... uh you know, it was a lot of issues with him with meetings and showing up late and questions about dedication, all these other things. And there was a, a moment in time where we weren't sure he was going to pan out, make it in the NFL at all. Now, all of a sudden, he could be the best example for one of sports' biggest cliches. And Luke, that cliche is just needs a change of scenery. How many times have you heard that? Oh, we should Every like, year especially constantly. The, oh my goodness, especially the fans. Like when somebody's upset in a different environment, every other team's fan base thinks we can fix that player. Just right, because every fan base is like, well, uh, but our organization is really the place different that that will nurture. Not that, right. not that Better other toxic here. place. They're clearly right. inferior to my favorite team. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, but Kadarius Tony goes to New York Giants. To being in this explosive, fun, Patrick Mahomes-led Super Bowl-winning offense with the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs brass is saying, hey, this guy has no ceiling in this offense. Could be our wide receiver one in 2023. He actually benefited from a change of scenery. And it's kind of cool to see. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty dope. Yeah, and there can be times where it's like a a true mental health thing. Like there's one that I was yep. closer to, which is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs mm -hmm. had a, was having a, a, by his own, by his own telling of it, he was at, struggling with his mental health when he was in Minnesota. And that sort of hard reset of Buffalo was kind of exactly what he needed. And, and things worked out really well there. Um, and that, you know, kind of thing doesn't really reflect poorly on Minnesota. Just like it, now the Vikings have Jalen Rager who, that's all he, you know, that's, that's guy. all anybody talked about when the Vikings traded for him, where he just had this kind of stink on him, where everybody was just so upset that he was a first round pick and they took him in front of Jefferson. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, everybody hated his guts no matter where he went. And he just needed to be away from it. that has nothing to do with the Eagles, maybe something to do with Eagles fans, but or Eagles <laughs> media, you know, Philly media. Um, but you know, that's not a reflection on either organization. Um, it's just kind of, you know, sometimes a guy needs a reset but like with Rager and with Diggs, these guys were no no better or worse than they were in the other place. They like continued to play at about the same level. Um, right. 
you know, great asset for Buffalo is a great asset here. Great asset or, you know, a, a sort of rotational guy in Philly is a rotational guy in Minnesota. And it's just a little bit more acceptable for him in Minnesota because we only paid for a rotational guy, whereas they right. spent the first round pick on it. Like that, that's the kind of thing I hear when I, oh, you know, change of scenery I'm looking for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there like a reason? But then you hear it so many times with anybody that's like, anytime you trade for like a bust, it that is really like a first round player that did not pan out. It's like, oh, he just needs a change, change of scenery. He just needs to mm -hmm. be somewhere where he's truly appreciated. It's like, man, <laughs> a couple of years ago, those guys were ready to, you know, they had him high enough on the board to take him the first round. And now nobody believes in him again. Like, oh, he's just doubted, really. It's just that chip on his shoulder we really need to get. Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite one. And it's funny, like as we're discussing this, I realize that a lot of these are wide, these are all wide receivers that we're that we're discussing. Which Kadarius Tony, uh, Stefan Diggs, Jalen Rager. It's For not specific reason. to to, it tends to, wide to get receiver, brought up with wide receivers more. Happens. It's the it's the lyric tweets. The lyric tweets always always get people stirred up. <laughs> the enemy uh, speaks softly and carries yeah. them out. <laughs> um <laughs> I think about I think about Kevin White. Kevin White was that guy. Like, got drafted, oh, yeah. but seventh, seventh overall by Chicago, and everywhere that was that injuries he's that ended, got him. Yeah, big time. And every time, every place that he's ended up since then, including here in New Orleans, there has been a prevailing hope that the change of scenery will benefit him, and that he's enough removed from the injuries that finding an offense that will figure out how to use him. And, and you know what the saints did, you know, what the, you know, how the saints got the best out of Kevin white. They made him a gunner and he excelled. He was a good gunner. Role. He was a really good gunner oh, in that's new Orleans. Great. And he would get hype about it. We would be in practices. Like we would be in practices and they'd be working like punt drills and stuff like that. And Kevin white would fly down as a gunner and beat everybody down the field. And he would come up yelling, and screaming like y'all are too slow for me. Y'all can't hang with me. Like all this stuff, like had that so rocks. much swag about it. And it was the That's coolest so thing to see. And so it's like, yeah, did he, did he end up somewhere and become a producer that you would expect as the seventh overall selection from the wide receiver position? No, but did he end up somewhere where he was damn proud of something he was doing? Absolutely. And that's cool. Like that is one of those things where like maybe there's varying degrees of what this looked like. Just Canarius yeah, Tony right now could are. be the shining star. <laughs> that reminds me of Cordero Patterson a little bit because him oh, as sure. a wide receiver in Minnesota. I mean, he was Another he was drafted receiver. to be the Percy Harvin replacement. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and, and, and it, it didn't work out. And he went to a bunch of other places and he kind of was a special team. He was a great kickoff guy. Maybe the greatest kickoff guy. Ever. Actually, yes, yeah. he's the greatest kickoff he, guy ever. Is, yeah. Um <laughs> And and that kind of became his his identity, you know. Okay, I am the yeah. kickoff guy. I'm a Mister Kickoff, and that he like really embraced that and sort of found a way to enter the 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 halls of of NFL history, and that's really cool. Um, yeah. And then you know, over time, kind of learned the running back position and and revitalized his career it's that been way. Huge for him. Yeah, but looking at Kadarius Tony, uh, one thing that can make a change of scenery really helpful is joining a team where your best competition for wide receiver one is Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Makes a difference. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Makes a difference. Is she right? Hey, look, they they, got, like, yeah, I don't know, Richie James? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's some I mean, weird receivers, but I guess it's just, I don't know, somebody run out there and catch Patrick, and Patrick Mahomes will find a way to get it to you, I guess, right? I was to say, doesn't, doesn't hurt to have Patrick Mahomes be the one to throw you the football either in the process. I mean, like, let's be real. Kadarius Tony went from Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes. We should all be so lucky.
We should all be yeah, so lucky that at some point and in some way in our lives, we go from Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes. That that Giants offense is such a like nickel and dime thing mm-hmm. too. And it's like, that's so perfect for Kadarius Tonally. Like you could see what Dave Gettleman saw, like what you could see what the oh, vision 100%. was. Yeah. And it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And now the Chiefs kind of, uh, they just won the Super Bowl doing exactly what, what the Giants envisioned and tried to make happen. But, you know, with Daniel Jones, it wasn't exactly going to work as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Kadarius Tony. Is he wide receiver one this season? We'll figure it out. Uh, Locked on Chiefs, of course. We'll be talking all about Kadarius Tony and uh, everything going on with the Chiefs. Make sure you go and check out Ryan Tracy and Chris Clark there. But hey, we'll see. He could be the best example that we have for one of sports' biggest cliches. Coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at our yike and like of the week. I am very much in like with a coach being a coach and i think he did it in a really awesome way we're gonna get to that and much more as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of locked on nfl all right everybody wrapping up today's episode of locked on nfl it's luke and i it's tuesday you know what that means it's yike and like time we took a break during the nfl draft from this segment but had to make sure that we came back to a favorite uh here for the show and so we're gonna go yike and like should we start positive today luke or do we want to start negative and end on i say we start Let's start with the yikes so that we can leave everybody with a, a cleansed palate and some wholesome I like content. That. I like that. Um, I'll lead us off with the yikes just because mine's quick. Um, it's still the Washington Commanders in their quarterback situation. Like, that hasn't <laughs> changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed in the last 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, I still look at Washington and go, yike. Like, there is no Oof. solace here at all when it comes to their quarterback position. If, unless if Sam Howell balls out. I mean, you're just looking at look, 2024, yeah, Like if yeah, if you're a Commanders fan, I don't know how how they can expect you to want to buy a ticket. I don't know. They don't like. Don't why it. do they deserve it? Yeah, thank goodness for David Harrison, locked on Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making them making fans feel better every day. Godspeed to him. Uh, <laughs> my yike is a little more serious. Uh, oh, there okay. is. We're going over to the NHL. Okay. There is. That can never be a good. Settlement. In a scandal, you know, when I have to go to another sport, that's that means it's big. Um, there was a settlement in something that has been ongoing. Uh, so I'm very late. I'm not exactly breaking anything here, but it's back in the news because there was a settlement. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks have had a thing going on, a lawsuit going on with one of their former players, Kyle Beach, over a sexual assault that happened with an assistant coach that the Blackhawks yeah. essentially uh, like downplayed and <sighs> tried to keep under wraps until like the season was over. Um, oh, no. And, in, and the lawsuit forced an independent investigation that confirmed Beach's claims. Um, yeah, the upper management ignored his complaints until after the team, and it was a, during a, a Stanley Cup winning season. So it was like after the whole playoffs and everything, then they went into it and very clearly, you know, it's not exactly as seriously as you should take that kind of thing. Right. Um, they reached a settlement. So hopefully Beach got what he wanted out of that. Uh, but it is not a great look for the Chicago no. Blackhawks. If ever there were a thing that is deserving of a yike, that is it. It's just Very. not the way you want your team to be. If, again, like if you're a fan of the Blackhawks, how can they expect the, the unwavering support and the, the emotional investment that a fan of a sports team usually gives by default. How can they ask for that? You know? Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. I've had this stank face on the whole time because that was, that's rough. And like, I did that thing too, to where I furrowed my brow so much that my forehead looked like a pack of hot dogs. Like that was happening to me yeah. and everything too. It was getting off. Like that was, <laughs> that's terrible. I see why you wanted to end on the end on the on the lights yeah, and the high. Didn't want to end and on by that way, one, when I say when I, I say when I say that's terrible, I mean that situation is terrible. Not that you selected that, that you talked about that. Important that we talk about this, <laughs> but terrible that it happened. Yeah, and, that's and uh, yeah, that's it's something that that shouldn't be swept under the rug. Which yeah. apparently was at a certain point the goal of the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, clearly. Yike! All right, well. Let's turn the page to likes. Um, I'll go yep. with my. I'll go with Let's my. Let's get coach. a little tonal whiplash in there. And, yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, we're out yeah. here. My neck hurts. <laughs> my neck hurts. Um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about this coach situation. So, this kind of goes back and forth. There's a little bit of setup to this, but my my like of the week is Robert Sala. Just in general, New York Jets head coach. Um. You know, former defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. He was like a beloved guy. All this other stuff. As often. Seems to be the case right now with San Francisco defensive coordinators, D'Amico Ryans, for instance, all these guys, like they come out and they're the darlings of the NFL coaching search. And here's why. Um, so on Friday, Robert Sala did press conferences during like mini camps and things like that. And he was asked about the offensive line. And in the, in the midst of asking, answering questions about the offensive line, he says, we're going to play We're going to play our best five and quote. So you can assume that ABT Elijah Vera Tucker, who was a draft pick from just a few years ago is the best right guard. I'll say that at left guard, he points out Lake and Tomlinson. And then at center in both tackles, it's going to be a really cool competition along the entire offensive line. So basically what he's saying is that both tackle spots are open the center spot is open. Competition and training camp is going to be awesome. I'm a coach. Rah, rah, rah. Let's go. Well, that was Friday. Saturday morning, Makai Becton tweets out the, the, the offensive lineman for the uh, New York Jets, who, bear in mind, also had just recently had his fifth-year option declined, as many offensive linemen around the NFL did. Um, just had his fifth-year option declined earlier on the Monday of that week. He tweets out, Quote, and in between each of these, this is in all caps, and in between each of these words is a period. So he says, I am a left tackle. SMH board, SMH board, SMH board, SMH board. Luke? Robert Sala spoke with reporters again. This is per NFL.com, right? Robert Sala spoke with reporters again on Saturday. It was asked for his response to the offensive lineman's feelings about where he should play. And Robert Sala said, go earn left tackle. <laughs> I am. Love it. Ooh, boy. I love it. He straight up said, that's cool. Earn it. Prove it. Show me. That's exactly the way I would want my head coach to respond. If another, because I would never do what Makai Becton did. I'm too much of a wuss, if I'm being honest. I'm too afraid of my job, <laughs> losing my job. <laughs> so I would never do that. But Makai Becton did it. And if I was Makai Becton's teammate, the way that Robert Sala responded of saying, sure, prove it is exactly the way I would want that head coach to respond. I think that's dope. Like, yeah. Who is he competing against for that job? N nobody. That cause like, no, you hear like, that. You know what I mean? As that person, like as the other left tackle going, wait, I, wait, I can. Wait. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. He's like, hold on. Wait, you're saying there's a chance. Oh, Dwayne Brown. <laughs> Dwayne Brown. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look, that's not and over they, with. And they, and they took a guy in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. 
So there's opportunity there for him to be usurped or not necessarily usurped, sure. but maybe move to the opposite side of the offensive line or something like that. Like he, they could move him to the right side and whatever. So like there's, there's opportunity there. It's just, it's man. It's good. It's good. Like, I love that. I love that a lot. So that's my like, that's my like Robert Sala being a G at head coach. Uh, my like goes to uh, a team that is in has been in desperate need of some good PR the last couple of years in the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Um, it's it's a little bit like you know putting a, a new paint job on a like a burned down opium den, but uh, <laughs> they have some new logos. Nice, <laughs> we can enjoy. <laughs> uh, or they, they have. So I like that they're crowdsourcing it a little bit. Um, they have yeah. some some fan submitted ones. They have five finalists and they are having fans vote on the new logo, but I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at all five of these and I think they all work on some level or another. Uh, it's pretty cool. They are all some version of the, the, the bulldog thing, you know, the dog pound vibe, right. which I think that the Browns I've, I've long thought the Browns should lean further into the bulldog thing uh, rather than just being like an orange helmet. Or the it's elf, cool. the random elf that they put at the, the elf. I, there's like a history point. to the elf that I can't remember. But yeah, yeah don't let me be insulting. Elf... I apologize. I just don't know that history. <laughs> and that's my own fault. The Cleveland Browns True. fans. That is my yeah. fault. That is not your fault. That's, that's all me. It's okay. The elf isn't me. racist. It just felt racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't. But it just kind of felt. But it's not. It just is like this. But... It's. It gave it a little bit, but it's not. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. Not. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but no, these logos are cute. Uh, there's a couple that look a little bit too, like the dog looks too cute. Like it's a little bit too much like a puppy. Oh, the puppy one. But yeah. there's a few, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's one that like, it's very two-toned, but in a cool way. And it looks very like shaded. Like the dog is like, That's my favorite one. Waiting. And like you came home late and it's like, where have you been? A little bit. Um, Like the new yeah. lighting. And yeah. I, I like it's that like one. There's a profile one that sneaky has the CLE in like the wrinkles uh -huh. of the dog, like the shading of the dog. I think that's cool. There's, there's a few, I think that could be a, a good aesthetic change for the Cleveland. Yeah. Lions. I like the, uh, I like the one with the dramatic lighting that's doing the noir monologue. That's my favorite one. I think yeah. where lights only on half right. the face, like my early YouTube days when I only could afford one, <laughs> LED <laughs> panel, <laughs> yeah. but, but it was yeah. a ring light. So I, it wasn't even an LED panel. It was an LED ring light and I couldn't put it directly in front oh of me because then you would get the circles in the eyes. So I put it over off to the side and then I just looked like I was ready to deliver a dramatic monologue at any point, uh, which is really I all that my show art. is. It's just a series of dramatic monologues. <laughs> That's, what, is, what, what is a podcast <laughs> if not? <laughs> <laughs> all right this has uh i think sufficiently gone off the rails at, at, at exactly uh, welcome the to right may time. podcasting about the nfl <laughs> it was good we had a fun time we had a fun time hope you enjoyed yeah. it as well we always have fun <sighs> all right we are gonna wrap this up we will be back locked in nfl we'll be back tomorrow tony and james will be here to keep you updated with everything going on around the nfl luke and i will be back next tuesday we always appreciate kicking it with you having fun joking around doing whatever it is that you call this show uh, <laughs> that Luke and I do. And uh, we enjoy it very much. So we appreciate you very much for being a part of it. And Never know uh, what's going to happen. Never know. And for making it 
and for making it. That's all. Just for making it. Just for making it through. We appreciate you. We will see y'all on the other side very soon. To all the everydayers out there, we appreciate you as always. Thanks for making us part of your day, part of your routine. And we'll see you soon here on Lockdown NFL, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.